Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this. Willie was a gift. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So today's episode is a little bit emotional. I've known my wife since 2010. In fact, our first day was June 4th, 2010. And on that first date, which was ultimately the origin of that first date started on match.com. That's another story. But on that first date, I eventually ended up meeting her dogs. She had two dogs, Willie and Hank, two mini schnauzers that at the time were about four or five years old. First met these dogs and they were crazy. They, they just were, <laughs> they were just all over the place, so full of energy and so um, wrapped up in in their mama's energy, like they loved Susanna. And on that first date, I ended up staying at, uh, at Susanna's house for a while, enjoying a couple glasses of wine and enjoying getting to know this incredibly powerful, beautiful woman that I had just met who I could see the girl of my dream sitting in front of me. And as you might expect, when there's this incredible moment of meeting your soulmate, that you can imagine that the, uh, the chemistry is there. Let's just put it that way. And so we sit and we talk and we talk for hours. Now, while we're talking for hours, one of these many schnauzers, Hank, is sitting across her lap and the other, Willie, is sitting on the couch behind her, like, a, like a, around behind her neck, almost like she was wearing a, a boa made out of mini schnauzer. Like Willie's head was sitting on her shoulder closest to me. And for three hours, as we talked and got to know each other and talked about where we were from and all these things, um, Willie sat there and intently looked at me, basically to say, this is my mama, I've got my eyes on you, stay away. And he just sat there and sat there and sat there. Long story short, after three plus hours of chemistry and fireworks and like just, you know, falling in love, (laughs) I reached over and decided to give Susanna a small little kiss. Good night. And as I leaned in for this kiss, and it was just the ever so smallest peck, like tiny kiss, right? Not, not just a tiny kiss. As I get up the courage to lean in and give this beautiful, incredible woman of my dreams this kiss, Willie, who has been sitting there for three and a half hours on cue, gets up and starts to regurgitate 
everything that is in his stomach on the floor in front of us. It couldn't have been more scripted if it had been a movie. On the, at the instant that we had this tiny little kiss, this dog that's been sitting there for three and a half hours, gets up, goes down the floor and throws up, throws up his entire soul as if to make a statement to say, I have had enough of this and you need to go. He got back up and without missing a beat, as Susanna and I are both sitting there in shock, he comes back up on the couch, goes right back to where his position was, licks his chops and looks at me again. And I took that as my cue to say, you know what? This was an incredible first date. I bid you farewell and I am going to be calling you tomorrow. I wasn't going to pull one of these wait three days and call her thing. This was, I knew it. But this dog <laughs> loved his mama so much that he could not stand it to see, um, to see, to see there might be another, another in the mix. And that was my first experience with Willie, the mini schnauzer. Fast forward nine years, nine plus years. And Willie became part of our lot, part of my life, his brother as well, Hank and my dog who is a mini, uh, a rat terrier, they formed a little pack and they've been part of our family for that whole time. Now, last year we lost Hank and that was tough. And this week we let Willie go in a very difficult decision that my wife had to make because it's her dog. Willie had had some neurological problems and maybe a stroke and was having some challenges with his back legs and just was kind of overall in, in degrading health. And my wife, Susanna was just, was she was, she was, she was hearing a call that she struggled with for a number of months that perhaps it's time to let Willie go. And we prayed that, and I prayed that, you know, Willie would just go. But that wasn't to be the case. Susanna was hearing something. She was hearing that it's time to let him go. And then there is this massive resistance to do something so difficult. To let go of something you love so much has been such a gift for 14 and a half years. Willie came into her life at a time where she was really going through some tough times and Willie was the gift from God that showed up to give her some power and some light at that time. And so he had, him and Hank had a very special place in her heart. And certainly he's been part of the entire story since I've known her. So he's part of my story too. But she was hearing this call to do something and heard this call like we should let him go. I looked at this and I thought, wait a minute, why sh he's not on his deathbed. He's not like suffering, like sitting there suffering. Like I always, I'd never let a pet go before. 
And so I, my, in my, my, in my vision of this was that, you know, you do that when the, when the, when the pet is suffering, like actively suffering and can't get up and all that. And that wasn't the case with Willie. And so I started building these stories about, well, maybe, you know, stories with guilt associated to them saying, maybe, maybe I just need to be a bigger man to be able to handle the burden that Willie is. Cause they, you know, the dogs are, he was not house trained anymore, really couldn't control. Um, and if there's been other control is his, uh, his, uh, need to use the bathroom and create a lot of messes in the house and things like that. And there's other podcasts about that. And that's been a challenge too. But I kept asking myself, well, maybe I just need to be bigger to be able to support the burden that, that they create. And if I was a bigger man, if I was had more capacity, Susanna wouldn't feel this desire, this need rather to let him go. But then I realized that it had nothing to do with that. I realized that in hindsight and investigating this and what, and, and thinking about what happened on, uh, on Monday, what I actually got to see was a person, Susanna, my wife, showing what it looks like to walk in faith and listen to what God's telling her to do And even though it is really hard, taking action. Taking action and then letting go of something she loves so dearly. Because she knows ultimately that what it is isn't hers. It was a gift. Willie was a gift. And now there is going to be a gift in giving the gift back to his creator. But in order to do that, she was going to have to step into some serious darkness. Letting a pet go, letting anyone go, is a really tough thing. And certainly being there when that happens is not easy. But the way she was able to do that was that she stepped into that darkness from her heart. She was willing to do that because she was in her heart out of love for Willie where she chose her own suffering over the suffering of Willie. She listened. She acted. She let go. She walked through the darkness with her hands on her heart. What an example. And Susanna, I know you'll listen to this at some point. I love you so much for that. I'm in awe. I have so much respect for you 
and love for you. It got me thinking about this. I had a conversation with one of my coaches, Jason Smith. He said, everyone in their life at some point in time is going to have their own Isaac or maybe multiple Isaacs. And what he means by that, if you remember the story in the Bible, Abraham had desired to have a family. He was very old. Him and his wife, Sarah, were very old and they thought there's no way we can have a child. And God said, you're going to have a child. Sarah laughed, is known for laughing about that. How can I have a child? I'm very old. Well, sure enough, they had a child and his name was Isaac. And then God called Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. To let go of the one thing that he loved the most. Abraham went up there and in the ultimate display of faith brought out the knife. I can only imagine, I can't imagine where he was in that moment. But he acted and then God stayed his hand. And the gifts on the other side of that were innumerable for Abraham and for the world. There's something in all of our lives, something right now that you can probably come up with, that you're holding on to too tightly. And as long as you're holding on to that thing too tightly, you will be blinded to the gifts on the other side of it. Like there's massive, I mean, I was holding on to Willie. I was holding on to Willie tighter than Susanna and it's her dog. I couldn't see the gifts on the other side and they're already starting to come just because I see my wife in a new light. That's a gift. Willie is continuing to give gifts. This morning, my daughter gave my wife a drawing. She had a, she had a drawing of, and a sticker of my wife's, a picture of my wife, and then she found a sticker of Willie that we made see these little photo pictures. She put those on a piece of paper, and then she drew a heart on top of them, and she said, I drew a heart on top of you, Mama, because to make you feel better, and I drew a heart on top of Willie so that he'll remember me in heaven. Like, what, how do you respond to that? Seeing the love that comes from a child like that, the intention, the awareness, the presence, unprompted that she goes and creates a piece of art from her heart out of a desire to help others. That's another example. Willie will, be, will continue to give gifts. But they only came after, these, these gifts are only coming after my wife had the capacity and the courage and the love to let go of something 
that was being called back. I had a scripture come up in my workout well, as I listened to scripture during my workout, and, I, and it said the following. This is James 1, 23, 25. It said, but the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. My wife was not a hearer, just a hearer. She was a doer. Where right now are you hearing something and you've yet to do? Somewhere in your life, in your body, you're hearing a direction to go. In your relationship with God, you're hearing a direction to go. In your relationships at home or with your children, your wife or husband, you're hearing a direction to go. Our conversation, have a calling, something to do. In your business, You're hearing, go do this, go after this, go do that, make this change, whatever it might be. And the only step you haven't taken is the do part. You've heard it, but you're not doing. God knows I've got those. Who doesn't? But I'd encourage you today, ask yourself that question and find the one thing. Find one thing that you can do today. One thing that you're hearing and you just need to do and then just go do it. One small step. What is that for you? Whatever it is, I can guarantee you there is power on the other side of that action. And with that, send my honor and love to our dog, Willie. Thank you, God, for the gift that he was. And that's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with somebody you feel like might get value. Drop a rating, review on iTunes. Those really help the podcast. God bless all of you. More to come.